Welcome everyone to the work from home edition of the Market Week in Review for the week of April 17th, 2020. My name is Julie Zhang and I'm joined today by our senior quantitative research analyst, Abraham Robison. Hi, Abe. Great to see your face. Hey, hey, hope, Julie. Hey, hope you and your family are doing well. So today we have a lot to discuss. Um, one, we want to kind of focus on the actions of the stimulus and what this means for equity and fixed income markets, especially in the U.S. Then we're going to veer towards what this means for global markets um, and what we're seeing outside of the U.S. And finally, what is the outlook that we have going forward? So let's get started, Abe. What is the status of the global stimulus that you see today and the impact that it has for equities, especially in the U.S. markets? Sure. So the most important thing going on right now is these large amount of stimulus packages. Just about every government is planning to or has implemented some form of stimulus. Uh, and it's all in order to keep some kind of backstop for companies and individuals from going uh, insolvent during the crisis. And so we're clearly in this uh, territory of whatever it takes. And these measures have been very reassuring so far. It's clear that they've had an effect on the equity market. We've gone from 3,400 on the S&P down to 2,200 or so, and that has been backstopped by the government uh, and all of their actions. And we now see a level of about uh, 2,800, which is very encouraging. So with those actions in the U.S. and what you're seeing on the U.S. side, um, and let's move a little bit over to the fixed income. We saw over the week that the Fed is moving beyond investment-grade credit over into the high-yield space. What exactly does that mean? What was that action? And what does it mean for investing in the fixed income markets going forward? Yes. So the Fed stepping out of the investment-grade credit market into high yield is very important. Uh, They'll now be buying high-yield bond ETFs. Uh, as well as Fallen Angels, which are investment-grade companies that had fallen out um, of favor and don't have a rating of investment-grade anymore, and now are are of high-yield status. Uh, The Fed will be expanding uh, that program, and that means the Fed is now trying to back up a much larger section of the U.S. economy. Uh, they're doing this through somewhat of a gray area legally. Uh, uh, this is why it's never been done before. The Fed is using some language uh, in uh, some technical language of being only able to make secured loans to solvent entities. In the context of high yield, uh, uh, companies must have loss protection from the Treasury and describing junk bonds as solvent, uh, which they are, uh, is just much riskier. But it shows how far the Fed is really willing to go. Uh, and to help during this crisis. Uh, And it's worth noting the size of this program. The program is about $750 billion, and it makes up about 12% of the investment-grade credit and high-yield bond market. Um, And it's quite uh, generous in in its terms. It's similar to the Main Street lending programs, and it's quite impressive uh, and a very much-needed program. That's really interesting. And like you said, never been done before. I feel like that's the uh, theme theme of the year. A lot of things yeah. have never been done before. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you so much on that perspective for both the U.S. equity and fixed income markets. Now for the big question on what's being done outside of the U.S. So outside of the U.S., we see a big package coming out of Japan. It's nearly 20% of GDP, which is huge. Wow. Uh, Euro group financiers have pledged 540 billion euros, 100 of billion of that is marked for unemployment programs. Italy's government announced a 400 billion guaranteed bank lending program to the corporate sector. Uh, There's just a ton of capacity uh, to even do more. So it's been reassuring so far that so many governments are doing such a large stimulus package to backstop just about every area of their economy. That's great to hear that there's still room 
still room to do more. And so in terms of our outlook, what does this mean going forward? Right. So we can't predict uh, how the virus will progress. However, we do have a moderately positive outlook on the market. Uh, our sentiment, sentiment is a tick. Um, we've had this extreme panic and market sell off, uh, but markets haven't fully recovered yet. Uh, the cycle, well, that's accommodative monetary policy, and that's definitely a tick. And valuations are, at least in the U.S., had gone from such an overvalued level that now they're about flat. Uh, and so valuations are s somewhat of a, a neutral tick. So there's still a lot of uncertainty from the virus, but it seems like we're poised for quite a bit of a recovery. And so the market outlook is improving. Wonderful. Wonderful to hear. Well, thank you so much for your time, Abe, and sharing your thoughts with us. Thank you all for joining us today. And we hope that you and your family stay healthy and safe. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.